This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show, winningcureseverything.com, at winningcures on Twitter, or facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. Hit that subscribe button if you're listening on the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we are on there. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Leave some comments. Let us know how you're how you're doing, what I got wrong, what I'm uh, what I'm right on, et cetera, et cetera. So leave a comment. Let us know. Share this thing out. Facebook, Twitter, all that. Share it with your buddies. Tell them about the show. We do it every day, every afternoon. We're gonna be right here. Let's jump in. Joel Cabrera already jumps in on YouTube. Love the show. Joel, we love you. We appreciate you being in here. Here is the rundown for today's show. The Pac-12 championship game is moving from Levi's Stadium. The Westgate Super Bowl props uh, opened last night. Mobile betting is coming to Mississippi, possibly. We'll talk about that for a second. And the Patriots line move. How quickly did things shift on Sunday night as soon as the AFC championship game was over and the line was opened? Uh, And then, of course, we got college basketball picks Light schedule tonight. I still got three games for you. We'll see how we do. We went four and three last night. Back on the winning side. Uh, I'll get to uh, to my record on the year, but either way, we're doing pretty good. We're over fifty eight percent on the season. So let's uh, let's jump in. Uh, oh, as always, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. You can find more information about them over at tunicatravel dot com, or if you're watching on YouTube. Down in the description, we've got a link to go check them out. So go click the link. Tell them you came from uh, from Money Cures Everything. We would appreciate that. Let's jump in the Pac-12 championship game. After this season's game, after 2019, they are moving out of Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And we don't know where they're going to go yet, but I would assume that Los Angeles and Las Vegas are the two prime options. Bottom line is nobody wants to go to Santa Clara. And a lot of the teams that make it to the Pac-12 championship game, they care, but they don't care enough to travel, right? At least not to Santa Clara. That's not a destination city. There's there's just not a lot going on in Santa Clara. And where they have the stadium set up, it's tough to get to. There's not a lot of hotels. you got to stay in San Francisco or Oakland or something like that. You're an hour away with traffic. So Santa Clara is a tough place to go. Vegas, however, the new stadium is going to be downtown. There are 4 billion different casino hotels. Perfect spot to have it. Los Angeles, a little more difficult to get into. Traffic's a little more crazy. Hotels, there's still a ton of them. But Vegas, I think, is the prime option. The Pac-12 championship game was a joke the last couple of years in Santa Clara. Uh, it's, it's just tough. It's tough to draw people there. Even with USC and Stanford in it the year before, it still only did like 50,000 people. This year, on TV, it was a joke, and then the pictures from inside the stadium were even more of a joke. So good on them for for getting the deal done to move out of there. I don't think that the conference nor the stadium want to be uh, the butt of a joke. I don't believe. Um, Kenneth, we'll get to the mobile betting here in just a second. Let's talk about the Westgate Super Bowl props. They opened up last night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, vcin.com. So the Vegas Sports and Information Network uh, reported a record handle. Over $400,000 were bet 
on uh, Super Bowl props last night. That's with a $2,000 limit on props. At at any point, they opened up two windows, not just one. They, they usually just do one. Uh, but they opened two windows last night. At multiple points, there were over 30 people in line for these props. I mean, that this is a massive Super Bowl. There's going to be a ton of viewers watching this, a ton of people on, on either side. Um, but that was just mind-boggling to me. $400,000 in the first night at one casino on prop betting. That that doesn't include the sides. That doesn't include money line. That doesn't include over-under. That is just props, which is crazy. $400,000. Uh, let's move to mobile sports betting coming to Mississippi. Now, there's... Okay, I'll go on and read this from LegalSportsReport.com. This happened today. Uh, a new bill at the state legislature would bring Mississippi sports betting into the 21st century with mobile wagering. Senator Willie Simmons uh, from Cleveland introduced the Gaming Control Act that would, among other changes, legalize mobile Mississippi sports betting. Mississippi sports betting launched in August with only land and water-based wagering. Regulations from the Mississippi Gaming Commission prohibit mobile sports betting anywhere but on-site at casinos. Now, what the law would change... Let's dive into this. The legislation clears the way for mobile in part by creating a definition of a platform. Platform means a person or entity that operates a sports pool or race book over the internet, including on websites and mobile devices, on behalf of the holder of a gaming license. Notwithstanding any provision of law to the contrary, a platform may determine whether to accept or reject wagers, determine the results of wagers, and pay out winning wagers. Now, that would clear the path to get around state regulations. Except for wagers placed through approved platforms, each licensee shall be required to comply with the regulation that no wager may be placed by or on behalf of any individual or entity or group not present on a licensed vessel or cruise vessel. The bill also would tax sports betting revenue from mobile and online platforms at 6%. Mississippi levels an 8% tax on general gaming revenue, the taxes only apply to revenue above $134,000. Now, why is this so important? I've been harping on this for months, a year. Ever since they opened, I said they need to move towards this. We talked before, if you listen to the show, New Jersey had over $1.24 billion in uh, their, their sports gambling handle over, the, uh, over December. Oh, no, no, it was over uh, from July through like January. Or July through December. Either way, $1.24 billion, $730 million of it was mobile wagering. It's because people can sit at home. They're watching a game at home. They feel good about something. They hear something. They like, oh, Tom Brady had the flu this morning. Oh, well, I'm going to go put money on whoever. You know, it's that kind of thing. You don't have to try and run down to a casino because, truth be told, not a lot of residences around casinos, Right? Like, it's not a five-minute drive. For anybody that's in Memphis to get down to Tunica, Mississippi, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to get down there. So it is, it's a difficult drive, but mobile wagering can help these casinos out, can help the Gaming Commission bring in more revenue. That's the purpose of this whole thing being legalized in the state of Mississippi, in New Jersey, in Delaware, in Pennsylvania, everywhere, right? So the overall December revenue, 
for the state of Mississippi. Six million one hundred seventy-four thousand two hundred twenty-three. That is how much the sport books brought in in the state of Mississippi. Now they had over forty-one million in handle and six point one million in revenue. The previous best was in September with thirty-one point seven million in handle and five point five million in revenue. Now here's the deal: in November, they generated less than two hundred thousand dollars in revenue. Like, the public was playing that well in November. So, favorites were hitting. Everybody was making money other than the casinos. So, those states, like New Jersey, Nevada, whatever, enjoyed record-setting months in that same November period, and the state of Mississippi only brought in $200,000 because they don't have mobile betting. I mean, that's bananas, right? So, mobile, with this bill would presumably launch very quickly if it is legalized. Uh, MGM Resort, Caesars, Boyd, DraftKings Sportsbook already use mobile technology in other states. It would take nothing to set up the geofencing around the state of Mississippi and allow people to gamble from home. Easy enough, right? Uh, I think it's going to go through. I think they understand that, yes, trying to get people to the brick-and-mortar shops, is that's important to get people in, but if you want to bring in the most money possible, you're going to have to, because the majority of people in Mississippi are recreational bettors. There's not a ton of professional sports bettors down here. They're not going and putting a ton of money on this. They'll go down whenever they get a free weekend, but they're not going down every weekend. There are some that will, but not everybody, right? Like, we we will, (laughs) Chris and I, but... A lot of people don't. They don't have time. They got kids. They got families. They got things that they got to do. They got to go to work. You can't drive an hour there and an hour back all the time. So if there's a a book that opens up or a a line that opens up that you really like, by the time you get down there, that, that point spread could have completely changed. So that is a massive development. Um, Kenneth is, is jumping in on YouTube. Uh, he said, uh, how would they regulate to tell if you're in state or out of state? So they would know if you were out of state. Geofencing. So you have to have your GPS turned on on your phone or on your computer or whatever. They will check your IP address against a database. It runs quickly. It sounds complicated because it is complicated, but there are ways to do it. That's how they do it in New Jersey. That's how they do it in Nevada. It's the same way that on some of these different casino sites in Vegas – They won't let you bet outside of their casino, but if you're in your hotel room and you're watching a game, you can bet on your phone so long as you're in that casino. It is all geofenced, and it's it's complicated, but it is easily doable because these guys have already got it. So, and yeah, Louisiana doesn't quite have it yet. uh, They hadn't legalized yet, but I would imagine Louisiana, Arkansas, a few others are going to move into that terrain. I would imagine. Um... Off of that, let's jump into the Patriots line move because this was insanely interesting to me. Bet Chris. It's an online book in Costa Rica. This is where all the lines are basically set. It's where you get the earliest lines. They are on top of everything. They're the trendsetters for sports books in Vegas and everywhere else. Uh, at 10.15 p.m. Eastern time, after the AFC title game, after the Patriots won, they opened the Rams at minus 1.5 favorites. In 17 minutes, 
there was so much money that came in on the Patriots that they moved it to the Pats minus two and a half. It moved that many points in 17 minutes. That is absurd. Uh, Through Wednesday, the Mirage in Vegas reported that 96% of the money that had come in on the Super Bowl spread was on New England. That is mind-boggling, and I'm one of those that has the Patriots minus two. I'm a little wary of it because, look, these sports books, they don't put up these pretty lights and these big buildings and all that for free. They win the majority of the time. You ain't going to win if 96% of the money is on the Patriots and they cover, right? So Chris Andrews at uh, South Point, he's the sportsbook director at South Point in Vegas. He moved New England to uh, a three-point favorite on Tuesday and had more than $100,000 come in on the Rams within 16 minutes at his book. So they, they moved the line back to two and a half after that. But that is a ton of money. There's a lot of movement on this. And the crazy thing is the majority of the money is going to come in next week, right? The actual week leading up to the Super Bowl is when the most recreational bettors will come in. That's when more of the sharps will come in when they feel like a line has moved too much one way or the other. I doubt that this is going to stay at or or even get to New England minus three. I'm going to guess there's a lot of Rams backers that will come in late after this line has moved so much, and you'll see this thing at – Patriots minus one, Patriots minus one and a half. Lots to go in on, but the line moved crazy immediately. And I think that it was the majority of betters going, I have gotten screwed on the Patriots multiple times. I keep thinking that they're done. They're not done. Chris and I did a uh, a show earlier today, and, and I think he was 100% right. I think the Patriots just kind of mosey through the regular season don't really care, and then they come back in January rested, ready to go, like with a purpose. They have the best coach. They got the best quarterback. They have got veterans all over the place. It's it's completely crazy how they can skew the lines, right? Because the Chiefs were favorites. The Patriots were only a four-point favorite over the Chargers. And – a lot of people were on those sides, myself included. I bet against the Patriots both weeks. Uh, and I'm one of those that's that's saying I am tired of getting screwed. Like, I, I don't know why I would, I would stop, you know, I don't know why I'm counting these guys out. And yet here we are with all of this money coming in on the Patriots. It makes you wonder if the Rams, who in, in most of these power ratings are the better football team, it makes you wonder if maybe the Rams have got something up their sleeve, right? Because Vegas doesn't lose like this. So they've only lost on two Super Bowls in the last 20-some-odd years, 25 years. And I don't think they're going to start with this one. But we'll see. We'll see. Chris and I are giving our picks out next week. We'll see how that goes. I've got three college basketball picks. They are all totals tonight. Went 4-3 and three last night. The... Total so far, I am 70, 51, and 1. That's 57.85% on the season. Let's give you what we got. I've got Michigan at Indiana. I'm going under 133.5. That's too many points for two slumping teams. I don't think they're going to score. I think both teams are going to play defense insanely hard tonight. 
Uh, I'm looking for this one to be in the 120s, you know, 65, 61, 67, 62, you know, somewhere around there. Next up, Buffalo at Kent State. I'm going under 162.5 on that one. Uh, the line was at 158 to start with. Way too many people jumping on the over here. Kent State at home, a lot of unders. I think that Buffalo lost at uh, Northern Illinois the other night. First time they had lost pretty much all season. It was their second loss of the season, but it had been a long time since they lost. Uh, Buffalo's going to play hard defense. Uh, Kent State also plays pretty good defense. I'm going under 162.5 there. Brown at Yale. I'm going under 154. Uh, Yale has covered some overs this season. Brown has not done a whole lot. Uh, I think they're four overs and 11 unders so far this year and like a couple of pushes. Uh, But these two teams played a week ago. And the game ended up with a 137 total. And now they expect it to be 17 points higher. And I'm just not buying that. It's at Yale. I got that. But, uh, but yeah, the game was 70-67 to 67 at Brown last week. This week they're at Yale. I think these two teams are going to play each other similarly again. I'm going under the 154 on that one. So, like I said, I'm 70-51-1 on the season. You can always get the picks over at winningcureseverything.com slash gambling-picks. Or the link is down in the description if you're watching on YouTube uh, or on Facebook. Um or you can just go to winningcureseverything.com and click on the Gambling Picks link in the navigation bar. It's right there. As always, follow us on Twitter, at GaryWCE, uh, at Winning Cures. Winningcureseverything.com is the website. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. We appreciate you guys so much for coming and checking out the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review, five-star review, written review. Tell everybody how much you love the show. Share it out. We love you guys. Can't tell you that enough. Thank you for the support. We'll see you all again next week.